happens in the face and the lips, but okay. I have you saying that without any context, but I'm okay. <laughs> Welcome! Hello! Um, we are from BACN. Of course. You remember that from yeah. last year. Um, you were actually one of the main reasons we actually still come to NDK. What? Oh my I'm god. So, when I saw you were coming back, like, tears in a row, I was like, okay, we gotta get her. Like I said, we, we stumbled into one of your panels a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Or six. <laughs> yeah. And just totally fell in love with you. Thank you. And so when he's like, yeah, we can apply for an interview, I'm like, fine, I'll come. <laughs> yes, it was one. It's it, people have either like the really best reactions to my panels or the absolute worst reactions. They're either like, I think that's the best though. I, it is like there's no you're between. Like, love me or hate me or f off. I, that's the thing. Like no one. Like it's honest to God, no one out there is just indifferent about me. <laughs> you either absolutely love me, absolutely hate me, and that's honestly, exhausting. I don't care about either. Like I'm like that's fine. Hate me if you want. I mean, like, woohoo, I'm not gonna sleep at night. Wow. Like, but that, I'm like, I'm just, I try to be as me as possible. And if you don't appreciate or enjoy that, then that's on you, you know? Um, so we talk to you about every year, and you've been actually pretty quiet on social media this year. So have you not been doing as much traveling or just working a lot? This year was a really rough year in general with. Um, Are you still based down in Louisiana? I am still based in Louisiana. I have been insanely quiet on social media. Uh, one is because I now have two jobs that I'm working as a manager at both. Uh, I'm a manager for a GameStop and I'm a manager for an escape room. Okay, uh, which we're is now still officially there. friends because I'm going to need you to get me some GameStop exclusive pop toys. <laughs> It's perfect. I got this. Whenever they come in, I'll just like stash them under the counter. Yes. Have them shipped you can and, actually sell them for a lot. Have them like shipped and transferred. Um, aside from that, uh, like just a lot of personal stuff. My house has been like an absolute nightmare trying to get that in order. Um, like you know, you hear people say like I'm getting my house in order. Like it's a real thing for me. Um, the construction company that was doing some re- like renovation on all the units in the neighborhood um, bankrupt, <laughs> so they left me with a half finished house. Thanks, Louisiana. Um, yeah, so like a good chunk, I'd say about thirty five percent of my house, the floor is unfinished. Like I have the tiles that like the laminate tiles that just whatever go on, but it's a lot of exposed just wood like the plywood underneath the floor you know and I was like okay cool so I guess I now have to learn how to like cut these tiles and snap them on myself and do a project um right and then it's uh I live in a two-bedroom one bath my by myself my other bedroom was supposed to be my studio to do all of my YouTube content again um well, that was where they were stationing all of their the construction supplies for my house. So it was just a storage room? So it was a storage room for them. Well, now they've left. That entire room is just to the brim full of sheets of drywall that are ridiculously heavy. Uh, huge crates full of like the laminate tiles, which weigh about 30 to 50 pounds each crate, uh, stacked halfway up the wall. Um, there's just boxes, broken chairs. Uh, there's tools everywhere, buckets of concrete and things, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. And it's like, do you want a real answer? 
It's you uh, basically throw a party, you have your friends over and clean out the room. Honestly, what I'm probably gonna do when I get back is be like, anyone who wants to come over, I will cook. Um, there will be alcohol provided. Come clean out this spare room with me and it's, it's let's do it. Beer. It's honestly, yeah, it will for us it's like <laughs> gumbo and vodka. Uh, <laughs> that's like our version here. Uh, on occasion some pizza. We have a really great local pizza place called Pizza Artista, which is <sighs> <laughs> Amazing. They do <coughs> really crazy things on pizza. We have one called the Boucherie, which is a real thing that happens in the South where it's, it's a pig slaughter. Um, it's not as gross as it sounds. Normally you get the pig already dead. <laughs> um, but you get a huge family together. They throw the pig on a roast or they'll take different like cut meats off of it. And then they'll cook over like over there. They're barbecuing pig over there. They're roasting it over here. They're making jambalaya, like a pork jambalaya. And it's just like this big festival in a park where you just have a boucherie. And it's amazing. And they have a pizza called the boucherie. And it has... Pork sausage, tasso, which is like a like a Cajun sausage. It has chunks of boudin on it. It has ghost pepper cheese. It has caramelized onions. Then they top it with cracklins and steam syrup. And it is... Awesome, but all fast. Oh my god. It's horrific. Like, you, you, you really just want to lay there after it's done. <laughs> like, for a good hour. You're like, I don't want to move. Um, so sometimes we'll do pizza artista or things like that. But uh, yeah, for us, it's like cook a gumbo, cook a jambalaya, uh, and then just like whatever alcohol. Well, since you've been stuck at home all year and you've been working these two jobs, you haven't been able to go and do your normal cosplay. No, I actually... Why have you kind of been focusing your creativity on? Uh, really nothing, which is why I'm so excited to be here. Um, uh, realistically, if we're being real honest, uh, and I just talked about this in a panel, um, I just discovered Minecraft for the first time. <laughs> I'm 30 years old, and uh, even though I might have like an hour and a half at home before I need to get to bed, like shower and go to bed just to get my next job, I will jump on my Switch and play Minecraft for an hour, and that's sort of like my zen right now, is like building mansions in Minecraft. Is that, that what's helping you though? Because I mean, you've it, always done your cosplay yeah, activity, you kind of get yourself it's out. It's not helping quite as much as I would love it to. It's a good placebo for now. Um, but I did, I had to decline one, two, three, four, five conventions this year because oh my um, with my two jobs now, it's chaotic, it's hellacious, it's horrific. We're going through a lot of things, um, like for instance, at Escape Room, uh, for New Year's, when I came to the New Year's show, I learned as I left, I'm the assistant manager, I learned that we had new owners. I was in here when I learned we got new owners. So when I got back, it was meeting the new owners, and she's done some wonderful things for our escape room, and it's been quite wonderful, but because of that, a lot of things have changed there, and they need a lot of different kinds of hands-on. Uh, our general manager um, left after being there since day one, uh, and they've like basically eliminated this position, and now they've just taken the slack from him and handed it to other managers. Um, Doug, we know. Yeah. So I'm that... So that I'm in the middle of. And then at GameStop, like one of the many things is like Escape Room didn't, even though I'm the assistant manager, um, you only, they were only open really on the weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, so I, I work there. Well, you on a schedule, right? By appointment only, but as yeah. an assistant manager, I work 11 to 12 hour shifts at Escape Room. Okay. Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, and then I get maybe an occasional month, like every other Monday off. And then I go straight into Monday 
through Thursday working at GameStop as the manager over there, uh, as one of the managers. So I'm in the middle of all of that. Uh, so I don't. I work seven days a week with barely any break. In addition to that, I do still perform locally burlesque, so that is helping a little bit. Uh, I've done quite a bit of shows actually this year. Yeah, less we'd than follow you on the grams. Mm-hmm. I'll say less than I normally would do, but still like trying to like get some of that creative to outlet. Balance everything. Yes, because it's just it's not fun when all I'm doing is working, you know, and then going home. Um, in addition to that, like as crazy it is to talk about it, uh, for the first time in my life, um, so I've been diagnosed with anxiety before, and you know my anxiety is this interesting, unique breed of, which is most people's like not outwardly I think anxious. Body and brain right. is completely different. So Mine isn't really like the outward like blah, 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 you know like anxiety. Mine's like just like that internal like brooding whatever, and then. There's just this whole chaos going on right now where people are like in my life or coworkers, um, they're like, You're too opinionated. You're a little bit of a you know, insert B word here. You're a little you're a little mean and I'm like, Okay, so I pull back and then people are like, Oh my god, now you're just shutting down and not talking to us about anything and I'm like, What do you want? You want me to not to be like opin like give me my opinions and stuff, or do you want me to shut down? Like I, I don't know. There's no balance here for you. So there's that, which is like not helping with anxiety. But for the first time in my life, um, I am clinically diagnosed with depression now, which is something I had that hit really hard because for years I was like I'm the cheer, I'm the funny, and then all of a sudden it's like I'm not the funny. And it's like, well, it, you might be for other people, you're not necessarily for yourself. It was rough to deal with that diagnosis. Like, that was like, wow. And then struggling with the idea of getting on a medicine, getting on anything, um, was like real rough with me. Uh, it, it's been. It's been a really long, hellacious year. So part of the social media blackout is I just haven't had time. What would you say blackout? Just quiet. Quiet. The other half is just dealing with so much personal things. But um, coming here, I... Denver helps. Denver helped. I am renewed. Like, I really, really am. Like, now I want to go home invite all my friends over and like let's get this room cleared out let's get this started one of the other things that i really think i might do is like look into a one job that's like six days a week and or five days a week like a nice steady monday through friday which are totally hard to find especially considering like my my resume is like 12 years of retail management so like that's still a lot of experience it is there's a lot of jobs that it is yeah. it's, but it's so tricky because like yeah. everyone's like oh but it was retail I'm like but it was management like I still managed a team I still did all these things or and then there's some I, I applied for just like a a little receptionist position at a veterinary clinic and it was like like starting pay was like 12 an hour which was like nice for us because like you know like our minimum wage like in Louisiana well I think it's the same everywhere but like I people I was like everywhere mm-hmm. oh our minimum wage in Louisiana is seven seventy five oh, an hour so getting anything above nine in Louisiana is like yes anything above ten you're like oh yeah twelve you're like this is great so I was like I'm, I can make twelve dollars an hour work interviewed for it and like you're so nice you're so cool you're overqualified to be a receptionist oh. I was like, 
He's like, I can run this for you and come up with amazing systems. I know what I'm doing. They're like, no, but like, we can't pay you what a manager would want. If I'm here, that means I, I'm fine with the pay you've discussed with me. So it's it's been a little bit like that. So I am trying to like stabilize my life a little bit by like pulling away from two jobs and trying to find one. And like I said, I, I come up with work. a couple of follow up questions on that one, which is, what are you really looking forward to that your fans should pay attention to? I really want to start doing my YouTube series again. I really, really do because I I know for me. I had some of the most fun filming the YouTube, the D-list. Like, I had epic adventure times. And even if it's not something funny, comical, whatever, I can, like, I want to just start vlogging. Like, I started vlogging on my phone. I have so much content. I just haven't had the time to sit down and edit any of it to make, like, a quick, like, six-minute vlog of, like, just a day in my life. Because... I do have some crazy nutty things that happen in my everyday life and I want people to experience that too so they can get a taste of what it's like like you know because most people know like or may not know my muggle name is Justin which is like <laughs> the basic of the basic uh, technically it's Justin because I'm French um, you also realize you're sitting with three people that have pretty generic names <laughs> <laughs> what are your wait what are your uh, muggle I'm names Deborah, but Deborah. It's biblical, so it's Hebrew oh love it yeah Christina. Christina. Doug. Doug. Oh my god. So that's we all great. Have pretty generic names. That's it's funny. Your like, name is I mean, not necessarily who you it's are. It's not. It's really not. It's it's pretty funny. As a baby I was screaming like, you know. <laughs> when I was hungry and I'm like, no no, call me Gilgamesh. But Yes. They just took a ball of my They just didn't so. understand. <laughs> right. They were like, No, I was just hungry. And he was like, No, I was trying to give you my no, name. No, no, no. Call me Damien, like Damien. <laughs> <laughs> God, you do seem like a Damien. Uh-huh. Damien works for you. <sighs> no, I work for Damien. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, that's that's credentials. That was actually mm-hmm. going to be the second question I was going to ask you is, um, you know, you are qualified for management, but do you feel like trying to work in that is making your life better or is it making it more difficult? Because they're asking you to behave in a really specific way. The thing that I think... And, like, this is something I came up with recently, a realization I had, is that I think I'm tired of being assistant managers. I I mean, do you want to be the boss boss? I think so. Because I I think one of the biggest, like, issues I have is, like, clashing with someone. And having to understand that, yes, other people have opinions, you know. But, like, there's some times, so many times with having this much experience where I can see a situation or a thing before it happens. And I'll try to warn, like, no! I'm like, okay. Try to steer them away. Yes. Or... If I have come up with a fantastic plan or a uh, system to implement and they're not there for it, it's like I get upset because I'm like, you don't understand how much easier our lives would be. I can make our lives easier. It might be one extra step you have to do, but in the long run, this is going to help everything. And not- I just made the worst marble joke in my head, but I'm sorry. You totally what? have the Peter tingle. Oh, I do. I do have the Peter Tingle. Like said, I'm, <laughs> I'm so calling. sorry. I just, I <laughs> no, it's okay. It's one of those, like, it's like stop calling in, it that. <laughs> like I said, you're in management and you sent something wrong. And I you do. Get the Peter Tingle. I wish, and that's the thing, I think realizing, like, I've made an exceptional assistant manager for a very long time. And I, I in one job, I was what was called a district trainer, where I wasn't necessarily the boss of all these stores. But what I did, which was so fun, I could, I could get into doing that again, was... 
I would show up at your store if it wasn't doing so well. And like my goal was to show up, inspire, throw glitter around, be like, you guys can do it. You are amazing. You you can do it. And like show some cool fun sales tips or like this or that. And like come to our property and do that. <laughs> right. Redo like maybe. Actually, she'd probably do pretty well at mine. Do some like. Uh, replanogramming, like redo some walls and be like, I really think your collectibles will do better right here because it's a little bit closer to the front so I think people are going to notice them more, you know, like alright, good job, you guys got this, I love y'all, and then I leave um, and then like, if things still aren't going right, that's when the district manager goes and is like, alright, we've got to fire some people because D came here and tried and you guys did not <laughs> inspire um, so that's that is something I would like love said, to what do we've still. What always gotten from you is that you're very much trying to spread sunshine and happiness. I do. I do. And, like, at the end of the day, try to spread laughter and sunshine and glitter and rainbows as, like, blah as that is. Please sometimes. don't bring Right. Oh, God, I love glitter. And there's a reason why it's called the herpes of cracks. No, but, like, God, give me all the herpes then because I just <laughs> love the glitter so much. <laughs> Um, and so I think like in that position, like either like as a store manager where I can implement my own policies and find a nice, like, this is how we're going to do it. You might be mad, but I promise, give it some time. You'll eventually come to realize that this is a great thing. And please come to me and tell me if you find flaws in my system. I want to know because I do listen to my employees. I'm not one of those bosses like, no, it's my way or the highway. I like hearing Shut up, I, love, <laughs> I do like hearing from people like, okay, I think this isn't working. I was like, okay, what can we do to fix this part? Because like, I, I think that we can keep this going. But I really think like traveling inspirer for a company would be phenomenal. Like, well, that would be a great business joy. card. I would yeah. love oh that. God. Like just traveling to help inspire. Or one of the things I do love is like training new people. Um, I would love to work with a company to be on the team that goes around and opens new stores so i get to travel around the country go see a new store opening help hire a team train them and be like i'm leaving here's the keys you guys have got this and then like whoop, go to another city get another store open and inspire i cannot mention the company that i work for now but you'd be perfect for doing that <laughs> oh my god okay once we stop recording i'll tell you but yeah <laughs> so i mean Kind of, like I said, we didn't hear from you much this year, it. but you still just want all of us to kind of spread the joy. You do. And I mean, that's I something do. you did a lot with your cosplay is that you travel and spread the happiness. I did. Is that something you'd still like to do? Absolutely. I miss it. There was there was some rumors, which I have to say were not, not based in fact, um, that I was going to retire this coming up year. Um, no, thank you. I know. You're way younger than two of the three of us here. You are not allowed I, to retire. Well, it's like, it was one of the things is like, I turned 30 this year and like a lot of people were still in my face like, you're still going to the nerd cons and you're 30. And I'm like, yes, Susan, I am. Um, but like... Thanks, Susan. <laughs> but the other thing is like, the my hometown con that I started at uh, 15 years ago was MechaCon in New Orleans. Yeah. They made the announcement that next year is going to be the final year um which i i did know about previously before the announcement um but they're doing they're doing it the right way they're ending on their terms the industry is changing drastically a lot of cons are just bankrupting going out of business and like they put out a really just upfront statement about what's going on why they're going they're like we started this 16 years ago we we went 
We love up on you. And honestly, a little bit of it is the owner and organizers, they're a little burnt out. And they don't want to sell to someone else because they can't see their baby taken and completely reformed and molded into something it's not what they had intended so i respect that they are doing this on their terms like we are going to choose to have one last huge party so they gave everyone a very long a year in advance because the con just happened and a week later they announced that next year will be final so you have a costume plan right i do Thank you. i do um so one of the things is that a few people had heard and the rumor spread is that with MechaCon going down, it was my first ever con, is that I was going to be retiring at MechaCon's final closing ceremonies, which would have been right before next year's NDK. Um, and that rumor was not without its basis of fact, because I did... You thought about it. I, I talked about it actively. Um, because, you know, this year, having not just been in the con world, like, whatsoever, from... Because, like, the... New Year's, the New Year's Eve event was the last thing I did until MechaCon was, which is late July. And I normally do cons in That's February. Six months, seven months? February, March, I do one in April. May is normally a month where I take off. Uh, June, I do one or two. July is MechaCon. August, end of August, early September is this one. Uh, then I normally do one in October. And there's normally a gap in November. And then I do two in December. And I did absolutely none of those this year. So being out of it, it really was one of those things like, maybe this is a part of my life that I'm pulling back from. And maybe it is time to hand the reins off to another younger, more spry cosplayer <laughs> who can get this done. And then... That makes me tired when you say that. Well, I got to MechaCon and I was like looking around and like I couldn't tell the attendees that I knew that... This is your second to last year. Even though I wanted to scream from the rooftops, like, enjoy it while you can. Like, I didn't because of NDAs and things. But the first day of MechaCon, like, I was very burnt out. But second day, I was doing my events. And I was like, I can't leave this world. This is a world that I love so much. And I was like, I can't leave this world. And then getting here at NDK, as exhausted and horrific as I feel with the altitude, I'm like, I can't leave this world. I can't retire. Like, retiring is for people in their 70s, their 80s. That's when I'm going to retire from this world. I'll be in a walker still trying to strip for a burlesque show. <laughs> like, just hanging my bra off the side of it. Like, and like Well, you could do, like, a Golden Girls thing. Right! Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. And at that point, it would be considered old, old school. Because by that point, Golden Girls would be, like, 60 years old or something. Which I can't even bear the thought of thinking of. But, like, I have granny panties up to, like, my breasts. That would just be removing. Be like, you like this, ladies and gentlemen? Like, oh. Like, it still sounds kind of awesome. It does, doesn't it? Like, I really, I just want to do a Blanche piece right now. Like, like <laughs> I, like. We're waiting. Go ahead. It's fine. I have, you know, I have appropriate Blanche attire because I am Blanche. Um, I would just do one tonight for the show. Like, surprise, I'm Blanche. Like, you can call me a whore if you want. Um, I think we're supposed to be wrapping. Are we? Okay. Like I said, sorry, Christina, you had. Yeah, I was saying I'm so sorry that we're just like going into it. This is Christina's first NDK as press. How are you liking it? As press, I like it. I enjoy it. We've had a couple, you know, you had to reschedule, which is so interesting. seeing how the sausage is made (laughs) from our side. And I'm so sorry. I know, I was. I had, so I would go on to breakfast and I was fully awake. I was ready. And even, so Armstrong came up to me and was like, BAC was still good. I was like, yes. I was like, I'm so excited. Ate some food. I went to my room to rest for a little bit because it was like an, an hour and a half gap uh, before I had to be here. And I sat down and all of a sudden I was like, mm-mm. 
And I spent the next 45 minutes in my bathroom just like hugging oh. the toilet, no. like no. drinking so much water. But you very politely just rescheduled. I, to- well, I texted him and I was like, can you please find out if they have any spots later this afternoon? I was like, I am lagging bad. And I was like, if you would see me right now, I was in a bathrobe, laying on the floor, hair everywhere, like one arm Still in the hot like water. <laughs> one arm in the hot water of the bathtub because I couldn't make it all the way in, but I was like, warm water. And it was just like, please. She was listening to the sad walking away music from the whole TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, so this year I got an Alexa at my house okay. and everyone's like, why would you do that government? And I was like, no, no, that's fine. The government, either one or two things, they're going to be horrified by the things they're hearing in my house, or they're going to be very bored. I just figure but, out interesting enough. Well, the, the great thing about my Alexa, the only reason I wanted it was for dramatic emphasis. Uh, so, like, every once in a while, I have a friend at my house who's, like, just giving me a hard time. Like, oh, my God, so Alexa, play the funeral march. And she'll just start, and I'll just lay on my sofa, and my friends are like, why are you like this? <laughs> or, like, I die in Minecraft. And so I'll turn and be like, Alexa, play a sad song. And it's just like sad violins. And I'm just sitting there like... <laughs> like I've never and, thought about using Alexa for dramatic oh, emphasis. Dr- Alexa, Alexa for dramatic emphasis is my life now. Oh my God. Someti- oh my God. Sometimes... <laughs> Alexa might be your editor and the one who does music for your show. Honestly, I'm telling you. I had, like, what I had, like, so the guy, I, I'm no longer seeing this particular boy, but, like, the boy I was seeing this year, we were sort of uh, in the living room just, like, being ridiculous and making out and stuff. And, Doing um, stuff? Not quite, but we were, like, making out, and I was like, hang on, hang on. And he set the mood here. And he's like, oh, yeah. I was like, Alexa. Play the Benny Hill theme. <laughs> Wait, that's called Yakety Sax. Yes. And I have played it on so many digital boxes like, at every fucking bar. And she's like, okay, Yakety Sax, got it. And he's like, what? we're done. And I was like, are we just starting? No, this is like, the marathon music. Right. And he's like, I just dislike you so much right now and I was like and that's fair but like I just I that's what I use my Alexa for it's good stuff or like um, that's genius when I'm feeling particular murderous like I'm like Alexa play a Fortuna and it's just like oh, 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 oh. and I'm just like sitting in my living room angry about an email I got from work or something it's like <laughs> right so Alexa doesn't really help me for anything like it's not I had I did have to disable <laughs> the buying feature off of her because I, I did I, and I vaguely remember I got drunk and I was like I love Star Trek Alexa buy the complete se- the original series on, of Star Trek Amazon Primable and she's like okay $89 or whatever I was like yes purchase now she's like we'll be delivered in two days I'm like thanks and then two days later I was like I just dropped a hundred dollars on Star Trek that I didn't want. I was like, the original series is not even my favorite. Voyager is my favorite. I'm like, why would I do this? So I had to go and disable the buying feature for Alexa. I was like, so future D, future drunk D doesn't buy things. Um, um, I'm sorry, we totally apparently should wrap up and leave you. But I was going to ask you. Oh, sorry. Like, well, we don't need, like, but we love. I was like, if Stop we, yeah, I was like, yeah, listen, if, if we can get another like five or so minutes, thank you. Because like, yeah, please ask questions. Because um, I just ran. I actually wanted to ask, like, what kind of entertainment you've been really excited about and what you watched to relax. <sighs> the original series of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Voyager. <laughs> Voyager. Voyager. Yeah, um, money's worth. 
Right. So no, I've been watching a TV show, a Canadian TV show called Schitt's Creek lately. I totally Schitt's Creek. Which is like the best thing in the entire world. I really world. thought you were going to say Letterkenny. I, I watched two episodes of Letterkenny because I just finished with Shits Creek, so I'm going to start watching Letterkenny. Um, I'm so, so attracted to the main character, the, like, muscular... Canadian the, redneck. Yes! I'm here for it. I love it so much, so... I, and it's so relaxing, too. I, I watched a few, like, your clips of it. Your girl your girl. Right. I've watched a few clips, like the moist clip, where they're like, like just like, like she's like, I hate that word, and they're just like moist, 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 and I was like, <laughs> okay, this is good, um, and so like I started watching a letter Kenny a little bit. When I get home, I will. Um, a lot of Minecraft, <laughs> a lot of Minecraft. Um, that is a good one. Uh, I recently started watching. What did I start watching? on Netflix. Russian Doll. Oh, I'm mad about that one. I didn't finish finish it. Don't. Okay. Keep living your life. I okay. get angry every time. Fantastic. Uh, and then Euphoria, the HBO series. Someone yes. suggested that to me. Mind-blowing. I had no idea. Mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. they were like, really scared when they released it, it would be rejected because of the content. Because of the content of drugs. It's about a girl who is coming out of rehab with no intentions of getting better so the series is like there's a lot of drugs there's a lot of sex there's a lot of everything it's like almost american skins but better yeah yeah it is it is wonderful it is absolutely wonderful it, it is a little high intensity yes great oh. cast uh it it does come with a lot of trigger warnings with it because there's a lot of like drug usage a lot of there are some like graphic things that happen but um i mean if you think you can handle that like if anyone thinks they can handle that it's it's a series i highly recommend mm. zendaya is fantastic she's fantastic and frankly we love her as mary jane I, we're sad to see her gone she's so good she's so good mary jane and spider-man oh, well mj zendaya. mj not necessarily mary jane i think I think this is a new character that Marvel has like introduced, like to give and an homage. It's smart, and which interesting. I'll tell you, I'm still holding out hope that she turns out to be Black Cat, because that I think I think that would be brilliant. Because so she's gotten trained with Greatest Showman on some trapeze things. So like, if Zendaya's character, the MJ Michelle, turns out to just be Black Cat. How perfect that they started off as high school BFFs. I remember that in Deadpool, we really wanted Domino <sighs> or Copycat, and we didn't get that. Honestly, no. I just want to see Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds walking and, like, pass each other in the street. And I just want to see Ryan Reynolds look at Tom Holland and go... Once. And Tom Ooh, Holland be like... He would do it. Like, oh, he's in for it. He's like, yes. He's like, I want to play the pansexual Deadpool. He's like, let me play it. And since he went to an all-boy high school, he gives zero fucks. Mm-hmm. He will do it. He's phenomenal. I just I want to see him flirt with Tom Holland one good time, and Tom Holland should be like, uh, what's happening here? And he's like, what's happening here is you have a nice butt. I'm like, right. oh no! It totally doesn't like Tom Holland would be like, oh my. Yes, I I love be him my, so much. Be my night monkey. Yeah, be much. my night monkey. <laughs> I do love that. So yes, that's that's my current entertainment. Um, I, a lot of... I did have one more question, so yes. because I didn't ask Dante earlier. Um, you know, with We're best friends now. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, you know that with the D23? The D23. They yes. made a lot of announcements. The one that I'm particularly most interested in is they announced the Miss Marvel live-action TV show. I did see that. And that's a very underdeveloped, well, first of all, race and character. Right. I mean, are you excited about seeing something like that, or is there something else you feel like they should work on first? No, I'm really excited. Because positive Muslim Pakistani Yes! They don't do that. First off, Disney and Marvel, despite what like some people feel about Disney, like just being Monopoly and buying everything, I don't care. I bow I down. So me yet. I bow down. I bow down to my mouse overlord. That's fine. Um, if the whole world hey, becomes one the- Disney world, I'm fine with it. I accept it. I also realize that's why copyright laws change because of Mickey. If Mouse. I can get a fast pass to like the doctor or something once they take over the country, that'd be nice. Um, but I'm I'm thoroughly excited about Miss Marvel. I'm also very excited about the live action Cruella. They released oh. they released stills of Emma uh, Emma Roberts or whatever. I think it's Roberts. The one that was an easy A. I love. And she's all punked out. She looks. I was done. She, yeah, stone, right. it's it's she looks so great as Corella. She has her Dalmatian. She has the black and white. She's in like a beautiful leather outfit. And like this is supposed to be a, a totally different telling than the Glenn Close one. This is supposed to be a coming of age from Corella. But I mean, we're also waiting on Loki and we're we waiting are... on Vision and um, Scarlet Witch. Oh, uh, Scarlet Witch is doing uh, the Mandalorian. The Mandalor. Oh, but the have you seen oh. the poster? Yes. The poster for the Mandalorian the poster was so, so beautiful. I am one hundred percent here for but it. But we had also talked about with new Star Wars. I really just super want them to have a really nasty female Sith, and for Kylo Ren to be the hero. I do too. I'm actually enjoying a lot more these days uh, the sub Star Wars things, the side stories, and I am enjoying the Solo main was arc. Solo was rough, but Solo was rough, but it was fun. It was. It was like I left going for everything for everything that it went yes. production wise. Yes. It was like, okay. I left going, that was an enjoyable roller coaster. (laughs) I was like, that was fun. And I mean, the characters, they're understandable. They have real human reactions to things, and they have Donald problems. Donald Glover as... Uh, I had that Funko Pop, so I'm like, he's the only reason to like watch Donald that Donald Glover like, one thing. as Lando was brilliant. I was like, you were great, I still sir. can't get past that, like, how funny he is, smart, Talented with like Childish Gambino and writing and directing Atlanta. He sounds like Prince. You also remember the community joke he made years ago where he wanted to be Miles Morales. He would have been a really good Miles Morales. Uh, Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis. They were setting him up for it in the Andrew Garfield movie. And it just didn't happen. And it just didn't do it. They set him up because you remember that when Andrew Garfield's Spider Man ran into him, he was like thuggy, he was being punky. They were setting that relationship up for him to be Miles Morales. Was it homecoming? It was homecoming, and they were setting up. They were setting up that Donald Glover. God, I'm a nerd. Donald Glover was going to be the Prowler because the Prowler is Miles Morales' uncle. Okay. He said something about like, oh, I got to get ice cream to my nephew Miles or something. There it was. Yes, yes, Prowler. Unfortunately, a little bit too old for it now. But if you imagine him as Miles Morales, Spider Man, he would be so good. He voices him in. But honestly, I would be all about seeing him as the Prowler. I would. Yeah. He would make a fantastic Anything comment. in like Marvel, I would He's pay money for. so good. Hold on, I didn't want to say this because I, I, I saw the news of speaking Monopolies. Did you see that Hasbro bought um, Death Row Records? Let that sink in. No. Okay, that, that's great. Um, G.I. Joe. I'm not going to lie, though. I think Dr. House Dre. of Knives looks like the new Clue movie, and I'm going to watch the crap out of that. 
House of Knives to oh, like with, the new uh, movie, Evans. and I'm going to watch the crap out of that. With Evans? Yes. Yeah. I cannot believe Half That's Ryan one. Johnson. That's so funny. But we... Got a call? No. Okay. Yes, they did. They also bought Peppa Pig. No kidding. Peppa Pig, Pig and Death Row Peppa. Records? I know, I know. The best way to summon a demon. <laughs> the best way to get possessed. The best way to summon a demon is just to drink and stay by yourself. Oh, oh no! Too real, too real, too real, too real. Too real, too real. Abort. Um, no. Last question before we run away. What kind of music do you like to listen to when you just need to up yourself? Absolutely everything, but I have one song right now that is the most hype for me, and it is Ride by Sierra. It's an old song, Ride with Ludacris, and it's like literally, not the way I ride. So like that's the song whenever like I need to be feeling a thing that I'm not feeling, I put that song on, and I'm like, Sierra, and I just try to hip hop in my living room, which turns into a disaster, and my cat just being, why are you like this? My coworkers and I, as I told them, having a pissing contest about who can play the strangest music while we're working. I am currently winning with uh, Q Lazarus and Goodbye Horses. I do, I do a burlesque piece as Buffalo Bill to that song. Mm-hmm. That, is the, I, that is the reverse I, one. You win. I do, I do a, a Buffalo Bill burlesque piece. I have a basket with a poodle. There's a thing of lotion at the very end when I do the reveal and I say the, the signature yeah. phrase. Um, the lotion. I take the lotion and I squirt lotion all over my oh, body. Oh, like flash dance style? Yes. And then I walk off stage with my poodle. And it's... To goodbye horses, <laughs> and everyone is so terrified because they like they know when they hear the song they're like, please, that's not what I think it is. And here I am in a robe with a basket with a poodle, and they're like, no, and I'm like, yes, and I smear lipstick all over my face, and I do the thing. It's a great piece. I don't know that I'll ever bring it to an anime con because I don't. Think, I think they're too young to know what it is. Unfortunately, I think too many people don't know what it is. It's tragic. I'm incredibly glad you did the interview with us. No, I'm glad you scheduled this with me. Thank you. Because I was sitting eating dinner yesterday. And like, our song was like... If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.